right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird and I am Willie B. And we are fired up today. We're talking all about some of the most crucial internals in any engine, especially performance engines. When you talk about making real power, going fast, you know, and putting down some real ETs. So, hey, Kev, I got to ask you, before we get into it, from Mark Gearhart, who's the director of content for Race Winning Brands, which owns JE Pistons, right? And Evan Perkins, who's the content marketing manager at Race Winning Brands. Have you ever had a piston epic failure? You know, so in my personal life, I've been pretty lucky. Um, at work, right? Work for Ford Motor Company, doing prototypes all day long. I mean, we blow up everything. If we're not <laughs> right. blowing stuff up, we're not learning, we're not pushing it, you know, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so I have seen my fair share of shrapnel in every form coming out the side of the block, the bottom of the pan, uh, you name it. And I've worked at, you know, many engine shops where it was like, you know, every day someone's coming in with uh, a yard sale <laughs> of yeah. engine parts. So, How about you? How many have you lost? Oh, several, man, several. But one of the funniest things ever, while I was building my Mopar, I had this little 72 Vega wagon. Yeah, I drove a, and it was banana yellow, dude, the only yellow hot rod I've, <laughs> I've ever owned. So I had this wagon, it had a little roller 350 in it, and back then, nitrous had just came out, and all I had was a little 125, 150 shot, but it was dry. So I got to tell you, man, as a kid who was not afraid to hit that little button for all 125 <laughs> to 150 horsepower of it, I was literally burning through I mean, I would go through, you know, eight, nine, ten bottles a weekend of just nitrous. And (laughs) so much so I had a nitrous refill station in my garage. And literally when I took that motor and took it apart, the pistons were were so clovered. The walls had walked up in the skirts. The entire middle of the piston was just, I mean, it was so ruined. It was so clovered. It clacked like a diesel when you fired it up. Man, it was such a brutal, brutal summer on that little roller engine, man. I beat the snot out of it. So did you tear it apart before it came apart? Oh, no, it came apart. I mean, it still had a little <laughs> little gut left in it, but not much, man. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, man, the evolution of the piston over the last, you know, 15, 20 years has been incredible. And we don't really give it the credence, the credit. And it's something that's sure. kind of overlooked. A lot of times it's inside the engine, you're not really paying attention. You know, the builder's doing it, whatever. But the 
technology that's gone in, the refinements that have gone in. Oh, it's unreal. Um, and the abuse. From the, from the ringlands to the skirts to how they're shaping them, how they're forming them, you know, the coatings. I mean, really, it, it it's amazing what a piston can withstand in the in the you know think about the condition that it's in right it is just hammer against nail the entire life cycle of this little tiny round you know nugget resource you know it's <laughs> unobtainium it's a little nugget of power and it's amazing what it withstands well think about it. you got this you know, a lot of times you got a big cast iron block and steel rods and crank underneath of it. And sitting on top of that, actually seeing the fire is this little bitty dainty yeah. aluminum puck, you know. And if you look at an old piston, they were really tall, really high compression height. You know, the top of the piston down to the pin bore diameter, right? All your ring packs stacked in there, big long skirts. And you look at a race piston now and it's like half the height. A quarter, you know, a third of the height yeah. of some of these old pistons. They're so short and tiny and dainty. If you look like an F1 piston, right? I mean, they're they're like squashed down to like literally nothing. There's hardly a skirt on there, but they're taking all this, you know, nitrous and blower and heat, you know, and cycle after cycle and inertia loads. You can imagine, you know, at 8,000 RPM, right? This thing is changing directions. How many times per second? Right, and it's got to pull down and push up, and it doesn't pull the pin right out of the bottom. It's crazy what these pistons can do, and yeah. it's allowing us to make insane horsepower. Yeah, man. Well, obviously, with the increase of horsepower, with forced induction boost, nitrous, all these great aftermarket power adders, you know, the internals have to be. They have to be able to withstand all this stuff that we're throwing out, you know, and all these applications. So let's take a break. When we come back, Mark Gearhart, who's the director of content for Race Winning Brands, they got a lot under their umbrella, one of which is JE Pistons. And I know, Kevin, these guys are real close to your heart and some recent projects of yours, including Evan Perkins, who's their content marketing manager of Race Winning Brands. You're tight with these guys, man. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they've taken care of me on this project. And it has come through. We'll give you some more details on uh, how they came out. And yeah, man, anybody who gives you an insurance policy like that and gives you success like that, high five, man. <laughs> All right, back in just a minute on the Two Guys Garage podcast. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And today, it's all about pistons and punishment. And man, we got the two guys that really run it all at Race Winnie Brands. We have Mark Gearhart, who's the director of content for Race Winnie Brands, and Evan Perkins, who's a content marketing manager at Race Winnie Brands. And I know this is a moment for you, Bird. This is a moment for you, Kev, right? Oh, man. I mean, from multiple levels, right? We're going to geek out on pistons, right? One of the major components inside the engine. One of the technological advances that's going to help us make all this performance power and the durability. We're going to talk about my motor that we built on the show. And for all you guys out there, you're going to catch you know jealousy moment here from Willie, which will be a little bit fun. From SEMA 2019 on the floor, catching up with our buddies. Let's roll it. 
It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B. We are live from SEMA 2019. Kev, you got to be crazy excited. We know that engine that you built on Two Guys was a beast, dude. We saw those numbers. I was upset. <laughs> One of the key ingredients is sitting right here with us, man. So go ahead and open that door, brother. Right on, man. I got Mark and I got Evan here from JE Pistons. Now, to give you a little background, we did uh, ARP engine build. I did a 5.2 liter Ford, right? So kind of a GT350, the new GT500 base. A little yeah. bit bigger cubes. It's got that 5.2 head on it. Really great flowing. And uh, one of the main ingredients yeah. inside that bad boy was some JE pistons and rings. And uh, I'll just give you guys the numbers, man. Oh, this thing I hate these numbers. But I love them. <laughs> a little 5.2, you know, with a little blower on top. Uh, some E85, bust mm -hmm. it out. Almost 1,100 horsepower. He said a little blower. I'm like, my ass. <laughs> but, you know, when you look at blowers, you got to have special components inside. And that's where you guys really shine at J&E, man. Yeah, I mean, the Coyote's an amazing motor. You know, it's just like... How would you know anything about coyotes? You, I don't you've know never had one, have you? <laughs> I think this I'm only a number like, seven or eight. I think, no I think doubt. Right and when he says he's had seven or eight, I mean, these have been some wicked builds, man. I've been following a lot of them, and uh, this guy knows how to put together a good piece of machinery. Yeah, I mean, I love all engines, but the reality of it is dual overhead cams is just the most efficient way to get in, air in and out of a motor, yeah. and the fact that you can have a motor, you know, cylinder heads that can flow over, you know, 330 or 350 CFM on a inch 500 valve, you know, but you've got two of them, so you've got three inches of valve. Wow. You know, it's like, it makes power because you can get the air in and out of the motor more efficiently. So, I mean, that's all, that's all, it yeah. was a giant air pump. Yeah, exactly. That's but everybody says they're a big air pump and the, the faster you can move that air in and out, more efficient, all right, the better it's going to run, the better those numbers are going to be, man. And you just put any sort of boost on any Coyote. You can, and it, it's like, wow, you made how much horsepower on six pounds of boost? You're like, that's, that's only six pounds crazy. of boost. You're I like, know. oh, I used to have to do that on my big block, and six pounds of boost was like 83 horsepower. You're like, oh, no, you can make like 400 horsepower on eight, on eight pounds of boost. He's like, wow. It's amazing. Like, uh, you know, it's all about good naturally aspirated. So if it can breathe on its own, a little push, and it's in there. Right. right, you can make up for a lot of sins with some kind of blower, right? You can just cram it in, you know. But think about a little Play-Doh Fun Factory, you know, where you you push it in the pocket and you push the handle down and it yeah. comes out like spaghetti. Right. Yeah, you can bleh, shove it in there and some. But man, you open up that port, you get that valve breathing, and it just becomes easier and easier. And for the same pressure, you get so much more air in the cylinder, right? There's no clog. Well, we talk about moving that air in and out, but you got to have something. Uh, for that, you know, for that firing event, you know, to Gotta beat down. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's where you guys come in. It could be, you know, everything from the design of the piston to the coatings on it to the skirts. I mean, you guys really think about everything. Yeah, the GT 350s, you know, it's a special beast because it's the, you know, transfer, play a plasma transfer wire arc. So you can't hone it. You know, it's, you are, you got what you got with it. You know, you got to make that piston net. I mean, you, you, you're like a thou over and you that your piston to wall clearance is gonna be built in properly and you know we have a lot of good technologies like um you know our ultra series which i think is what we sent you with our parts kind of like a premium shelf stock piston you know for all the main applications 5.2 included all the way down to ellis and stuff like that and with that we we talk with you know engine builders and saying oh yeah these are like the some of the big you know options people are looking for 
you know, gas ports and stuff like that, that we can make that in a shelf part. And part, part of that magic is our perfect skirt. So piston to wall clearance, keeping the piston as quiet as possible. Obviously with like a racing piston, you gotta set more piston to wall clearance. So you're like worried about, you know, it being loud on, on cold start and coyotes like are, are a little bit of a noisy motor at cold start anyway. So we, we, we get around that by having a, a coating that's effectively compressible. So you, when you install it in there, it will conform to the shape of the bore. It's called perfect skirt. And it allows, it really quiets up the piston. And the, the, the best toast testimonial, completely unrelated, Stefan Papadakis, you know, he's been around the industry forever. I hate coatings. Coatings, I've never run, I've been racing for 20 oh, years man. and never had coatings. We gotta learn that man. Yeah. So know? he builds this too, Jay. You know, he's got a little couple million, you know, few that he, video build that he did on 2Js. And he's like, that is the quietest motor I've ever heard in my entire life. To, uh, quietest 2J ever. Well, he's the, like sold, literally. The trick on a skirt, right, is um, you got this profile. You think it's just straight, you know, turned around, but it, it's kind of a barrel shape. And uh, that's the only thing riding on the cylinder. And you, you think, oh, the, the top part where the rings are, none of that touches. So you're, you're riding on a barrel shape, and so that piston can kind of rock back and forth. Right, and so what you don't want it to do, right, and and to be noisy is to rock over and contact the top, right, where the rings are sitting, because that's where you get clanks and bangs, right. So the more clearance you can run, typically up to a point, the less friction, right. So you're trying to like run as big a wall clearance as you possibly can for friction, which is horsepower, right, without it rocking around and clanking. And so yeah, between that profile shape, so it kind of as it's rocking, it kind of you know wedges itself without a hard clank, you know, and to get that coating on there, make it nice and slick, anti-scuff, and sounds like it's doing a little bit of absorption of that. Yeah, when uh, you said it, it absorbs some, it basically compresses. The, you guys got to figure the coating on the skirt is what he's talking about. Compresses. That's you know hard to hard to imagine when you think about everything that that piston and that skirt is going through, all the elements inside a combustion chamber, right? And then it's, that it can actually absorb a little bit of that vibrate that hit. Uh, it's imperative, right? Yeah, and it's by the way. Our engineers call it clank and bang and not clanking and clang. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your terminology uh, right. <laughs> you're, just, you're, sorry. you're sitting around the engineers and they're like, yeah, you know, this piss is really clanking around. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're fired. The other thing to think about when, you, when you're talking about compressing and, and taking up that slack is we're not talking about large distances. We're talking about thousands of an inch, yeah. less than thousands yeah, of an inch. Yeah, we're in a microns. It's I mean, the small. In, the entire area that a piston rides in that bore is about a quarter inch circle. It's called the gauge point. It's about a half inch up from the skirt. So it's actually, I mean, there's, there's the, the barrel that you talked about. There's also cam. So, I mean, it's the smaller than your pinky that actually touches that bore. So wow. perfecting that zone and keeping that piston stable, especially at the 8,000 RPM plus that Coyote's turn. As you were say, man, the higher right. RPMs has got to be the challenge there. And, and horsepower is a function of RPM, which is why these small motors with boost make the numbers that they make. Yeah, which it's, is mind-blowing when you think about it, because it used to be the recipe for big horsepower was big cubic inches. Mm -hmm. Now you're seeing guys strapping turbos on, especially some of these really small, you know, you think of 314, 315 cubic inches, and the thing makes over 1,000 horsepower. That should, you know, in all, in all respect, blow you away. Your mind should be popped right there. You're like, huh? How does that even work? But, you know, you're shoving air in it, shoving fuel to it. If it can handle it, you got all the components and parts, man, then it you is, make a big power. It's a different world. It's way easier to make power than it ever was before with all this readily accessible boost. So the Ultra Series that Mark brought up, 
that's sort of us taking a step back and looking at all of our builders and all of the guys that we supply pistons to that make those big numbers and going, what did he put on his piston? We do a lot of custom. So we get to kind of look at it and go, this guy's making a ton of power. He wanted this ceramic coat. This guy wanted these lateral gas ports. This guy is using this coating, this shape, this forging, this ring pack. And we got to take all of that and kind of combine it and smash it into this one series. So now the guy that is at home that's emulating those, those master builders, he doesn't have to try to figure out what the recipe is. It's on the shelf, ready to go. And you know, not everyone can afford the most premium parts. So you know, we we have a variety of you know levels, even where we're talking Coyote or LS or any, anything. So you know, the, you know, while the Ultra is the premium part, you know, and then you get into our shelf stock, and then you get but you get below that, you know, like our SRP line. So we have now introduced SRP was you know primarily 4032. 4032 alloy is um, higher silicone content. You know, it's designed more streetcar friendly, but it's always you know, it's kind of the stigma of like you can't you know really throw a lot at it. So we took you know our affordable line, the SRP, made a 2618 version because we manufacture our own pistons. We we punch our own parts. It's easy for us to, to make changes like that. So now someone could buy a Coyote piston, save an extra couple hundred bucks, still be able to make a thousand horsepower, 900 horsepower probably on the SRP 2618. A little less featured but still a, a solid part made out of the good yeah, metal. Yeah, and that 2618, that's a that's the premium forged material. It's got more ductility in it, so that ductility means it's not as uh, fragile like glass, right? So if you, you get a little knock, a little pre-ignition, something gone wrong with you know your nitrous or whatever, it won't just shatter and break the thing. It'll, <laughs> it's got toughness to it, right? Yeah. It's the Rocky Balboa. S- something's yeah, gone wrong Give with me the nitrous. <laughs> Give me a punch. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me in the Jimmy. Yeah. Got a lot more for you, Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> Slugging yeah. it out. Yeah, but I tell you what, man, we hammered on that 5.2, right? Almost 1,100 horsepower, just smashing on it, 8,200 RPM. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that piston's still sitting in there. You know, going up and down. I hope so. It, yeah. it, it's crazy to see the difference in in like material. Back, you know, a decade ago, you know, you would see all this material between, you know, the top of the piston and the first ring land, you know, and and now because tolerances and because you know what you're trying to get, you need it lightweight. You see all this, you know, all these tolerances tightening up. You know, and, and to have the optimal material in there is so crucial uh, to the survival of the motor. And that's, you know, uh, that's a product of the OEs doing a really good job on evolving their engine programs. You know, they're doing, uh, they're building way more efficient cylinder heads that work way better. You know, that's, I mean, like, we're in this era now where people are like, oh, you know, I remember the, the 60s and 70s and all that. And like, oh, yeah, you guys were making, what, 200, 300, 400 horsepower? Yeah. Like, you got 1,000 horsepower street cars. Like, it's just normal. You're like, Every how much day. you making? 1,000 horsepower. Oh, that's kind of boring. Right, oh, right. Oh, how many are you making? Fifteen hundred. Okay, fifteen hundred. That's that's the new standard buddy, now. I was just showing Bird, a buddy of mine, did uh, an additional nitrous kit on his Hellcat. Nothing but bolt-ons. Made thirteen oh eight at the rear tire. That was the number that you would, you know, you would only dream about a number of years ago. And now it's it's pretty common. And that was a funny cruise control in the sixties. That was a funny car. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a nitro-burning funny car. <laughs> yeah. and, and now it's like your grandma's grocery getter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a four-door charger. <laughs> it's a good time to be a car yeah, guy. And it man. has Sirius XM radio and <laughs> cruise control and air conditioning yeah. and 14 different modes to have 13 different power levels and suspension. It's just unbelievable. This, this yeah. is where we're at right now is the modern muscle car era. Oh, yeah. Really is. Oh, it's beyond. Yeah. It's crazy. 
You know, we say that often, but it is the truth, man. Today's era of muscle cars is killing it. All right, it's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We're going to take a quick break. More with Mark Gearhart and Evan Perkins of J.U. Pistons. And I got to tell you, man, it's like I feel like everybody should grab their notepad, Bird, and take a, take a couple notes, man. We got some good stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. Get your nerd, you know, pocket protector out and your little pad and... <laughs> And get ready to scratch some scribbles down. There you go. Take some notes back in a minute on the Two Guys Garage podcast. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B. Appreciate you guys being here. And how about all this crazy knowledge we're dropping on you, all I mean, somebody, I hope you are taking notes. It's like every time you go to your tuner and he says, how much boost? Obviously, the answer is all of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> Can I get an extra helping, please? Right. I'll take two. <laughs> uh, and these guys really dive into it next, man. And a lot of technology, a lot of crazy things have changed. And talk about how a little piece of, you know, your internals, man, that rotates simply, it's under so much abuse. And a few tweaks and, you know, twists of engineering, you know, and different alloys and, you know, different ways to make it seal up has really changed what we're seeing as far as performance. Yeah, where we've seen pistons come from back in the dark ages this has been incredible. I mean, it was just a slug, but now it's a precision piece of machinery. And, and you know, by improving all the strength and durability, we can make a lot more boost, a lot more power. But the other thing that's overlooked is, you know, they're shrinking the compression height, which means now you can get, you know, a longer rod in there. A longer rod means less rod angle, a little bit more power, a little performance. But you can also get these strokers, right, stroker kits so we can get displacement. So the piston is really responsible for a ton of uh, the power that we can make these days, right? Yeah, it's not man. the turbo, it's not the boost device, but it's the little dude in there, you know, not getting the street cred uh, that's really enabling all this fun factor. Exactly, and we just got to appreciate the professor there, Kevin Bird, you know, sharing some of that knowledge and posting up some real smart questions, you know, as an engineer mind kind of would, and that's a great way to get us back into our, our talk with Mark Gearhart and Evan Perkins, who really, these guys are upper echelon of race-winning brands, talking J.E. Pistons and all the things they're doing. So, Kev, take it away with that great question, man. Now, talking about, you know, some of these higher-end, 1,500, 2,000 horse, like, what are some of the features... Uh, that kind of get put into those. We talk about gas porting, but I don't think most people know what that is. Sure. So gas port is is something that it's it's a passage above the top ring land that allows combustion pressure to get behind a ring and add a little bit of force to it to help it seal. And at high RPM, high boost, maximum cylinder pressure, it's really hard to keep all that in the cylinder. It likes to work its way into the oil pan. That's not good for the motor, and it's not good for power. So these ports help to make the ring work a little bit more efficiently. That in conjunction with our engineers really having this, the ability to know how much material, where to put it, so it's not weight, it's function. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what Evan said is right. I mean, it's getting the skirt and thicknesses and the dome, you know, you know, thicknesses proper, you know, based on your power levels is where it's at. And when you're talking about aluminum, you're st- you're, you're you're talking about grams at that point, and not grams matter, but like you, it's better to have a more robust built part when you're making power because you're not worrying about your pistons weighing 15 more grams because it doesn't matter like if you're doing like a crazy naturally aspirated build and you want as light as possible you want as thin as possible and you know you get into like skirt technology like asymmetrical skirts where you got the thrust side of the boards larger than the 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 minor thrust side so you can get the weight out by by still by keeping the piston stable you know that's more where you're looking for those grams but on the like on a 
you know, it's thoughtfully built parts that to last when it comes to you know the power adder stuff. So you're designed yeah. for the application. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's why these guys have a thousand horsepower. They're driving them every day, and these things are going a hundred thousand miles. So it's like, you, I mean, you couldn't even fathom that a number of years ago. But it's because all that R and D, finding where to put the weight, where to take it, what coating works, you know, what thickness works. And, and again, man, it's it, it all benefits us on this side because on the receiving end, we get the luxury of driving around a thousand horsepower car, you know, yeah. on a regular basis. So what's next for the five two? Uh, so build. So going to the build. So uh, 65 fastback. So full chassis underneath, cage and everything. So uh, I got a little three-year-old, so I might go a little slower than I'd like. But uh, yeah, man, I'll, uh, I'll start to reveal a little bit more about the build. It's going to be a little bit unique, uh, cool configuration. For and if sure. you get stalled out, you can always just stick in the Beamer. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit wider than that LS. So I might have to do some carving. Uh, yeah. Stuff it in there, but uh, you want to, but you don't want to be cutting up a E30. Uh, sorry, E th is that E30? Yeah, M3? E30, M3. Because they're worth like a billion dollars now. Oh yeah, jeez. Uh, <laughs> no really? man, I bought that car when it was uh, still really, you know, affordable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, started cutting it up, and it's like, are you kidding me? The price oh, oh, just doubled. It just yeah. doubled again. What? This car I paid like ten grand for is could have been worth a hundred. You know, like. Someone will still buy, probably pay 100 for it with an LS in it. Yeah, bring a trailer. Uh, well, <laughs> right. you know, somebody wants to throw around a big dollar, but I don't know, man, that car's so much fun. Oh, for sure. I love that thing. It. I've always, like, next time in Detroit, I want to I ride in that thing. Oh, hell yeah. Please, please, please bring it by. All right, we'll do, man. We'll go for some spins. Yeah, it's too bad you got rid of that Cobra. That was an awesome build, man. I would love I, to drive I, that. I but. know that you wanted to buy it. I, could, I sold it to you for a little bit more than what the guy bought it for for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, as far as builds... Uh, Mark's got some crazy builds over the years. Uh, the Cobra was awesome. Just has the Factory 5 truck over there. And his builds, we were laughing earlier, are non-Factory 5. Non-Factory 5, yeah. Non -factory, factory, factory 5. The, that, and that motor actually kind of has a pre-production version of the Ultra in there. I mean, I made that one with a, with a YSIB on it, on an engine, and I made 1,155 horsepower. So with those twins, they'll, that, that truck will make 12 to 1,300. No problem. Yeah. So and how much? This is about 2,000, 2,200, 2,400. Well, so it's got to make a half a horsepower for every pound it weighs. Okay. So if it's 2,500 pounds, then makes needs to make 1,250 horsepower. I mean, it's it just sounds yeah, like you're right on set, the game, man. That's the most practical, logical thing to do, right? <laughs> so this truck, right? It's just a tube chassis, basically. Yeah. It's glass body on it, so it weighs nothing. He's got a twin turbo. Coyote sitting on there, all decked out, billet valve covers. I mean, the exhaust work is so trick looking, man. Tie, it's all like heated it's, and colored it, up, all you know that purpley blue. Yeah, man, it's so ready oranges. It's and like a nasty, nasty engine strapped to a Kleenex box. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> badass, man. It's nuts. <laughs> Hopefully, I can fold it up like a Kleenex yeah. <laughs> box. If not, because I'll cry and I'll need the the, the tissues from inside right. the Kleenex box <laughs> if I'm still alive. There you go. All right, where do people find more about what you guys do? What's your social? Give us the give us the rundown. Je Pistons on Instagram. Je Pistons on Facebook. Uh, www.jepistons.com. We also have a blog. You can get to that from the yeah, main site. Yeah, you got some technical forums on there yes, too. Yes, we do. So people need info. People need something for their build. Uh, some ideas, some concepts. It's all available there. Yeah. So definitely blog.jepistons.com. You know, we're we're editors at heart. Um, there's a lot of really good, Great. solid, technical content on how everything from setting your piston wall clearance, how to gap, you know, ring and gap, 
everything. I mean, literally, you can come to our blog and get 100% educated yep. on exactly what pistons are and how to install them, even if you, we would like you to use our pistons. Yeah. But if you don't, we can at least tell you how to use them properly. Give that, uh, give that one more time. Where to Blog. go? Blog.jepistons.com. There you go. Very simple. All right, man. Kevin Bird, Willie B, Two Guys Garage Podcast, man. We appreciate you guys' time. Thanks, Thank you. And there you have it, man. Two big guys. When it comes to God, when it comes to people you really need to know, <laughs> those are two people high on the list, <laughs> right? But if you don't know them, right, you can get on the blog and know just about as much stuff as they do if you do a lot of reading and take a lot of notes. Yeah. And study hard. <laughs> and about a year later, maybe two, you'll be having a, a rich conversation with those fellas when you do meet them. Yeah, no doubt. It's just it's mind-blowing to think everything that's evolved in that little component, but so crucial, so critical to getting real power, real performance out of every single engine. I'll tell you, man, some of these new leaps, it's going to be amazing to see where we go. I'm fired up for it. But speaking of going, it's time for us to go now, so let's call it a rat's. I got to tell you, man, don't forget, you got to check out our show, which airs each and every weekend. It's on the Motor Trend Network. It's called Two Guys Garage. Check your local listing episodes. Also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is really cool. Thanks to our guest, Mark Gearhart, Evan Perkins, my man, Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B, our producer, Scoop, and our executive producer, Bob Ecker. That's right. And don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Tons of great content and stuff on there. And share your thoughts with us. We're everywhere. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. And Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2020, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. All right, folks, that is it, man. I had a blast. How about you, Willie? Yes, indeed. We'll see you guys on the next Two Guys Garage Podcast. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Brenton Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.